Welcome back to the fourth and final episode of the Reshaping Strength Podcast. Today I'm joined by Dr. Kira Mammon. Dr. Kira Mammon's studies so far cover the ideas of body image, social media and psychology and we're going to take them and see how they apply to what we've discussed so far in this series of Reshaping Strength. Let's go. What I kind of want to start off with is the first question and obviously as I said a lot of the stuff that came up is the ideal body image and um, we discuss even like a video where someone literally says it's that thin physique and then that's going versus the masculine and mannish and although to a lesser extent now you kind of still get the ar- argument of lesbianism like what I said earlier why do we associate certain traits as masculine and some as feminine do you think yeah so I think this idea around thinness being associated with female and kind of more muscularity being associated with male it's kind of very linked to those kind of early gender roles that we learn like they're one of the first social categories that we learn as in childhood and kind of they're associated with those traditional ideas of masculinity and femininity so with kind of the traditional female gender roles they're kind of associated with ideas around uh being kind of small appearance focused and diminutive submissive these are kind of those uh, traits that would be traditionally associated with that kind of idea of femininity whereas on the masculine side or the masculinity is associated with power dominance strength muscularity and so I think this is some where these kind of I suppose we see these kind of traits and they're, they're reflected in the body types that people aspire to and in fact people who kind of endorse so women who endorse uh, femininity to a greater extent or it forms more of their kind of um, self-concept tend to have higher drives for thinness um, and kind of um, kind of their behaviors in relation to their body are more focused on kind of describing um, and aligning with those kind of like feminine ideas of, of body image um, and we see similar trends in men so men with higher levels of masculinity tend to endorse drives from muscularity to a greater extent and we also see that men who kind of have more feminine traits tend to focus on more kind of leanness and kind of strive for thinner bodies so we see kind of in terms of how people experience masculinity and femininity can reflect in the way that they behave um, but again, I think there is kind of that uh, women who kind of move away from those traditional feminine stereotypes of being small and lean and kind of making themselves small as small as possible and taking up as less space. Those that are challenged it by being more muscular or kind of uh, building strength and kind of uh, those kind of more traditionally masculine traits. Again, we see kind of, yeah, perhaps more negative depictions of that because of kind of yeah the way society kind of values femininity in women and masculinity in men to a certain extent thanks do you think then when we see media news articles define like an athletic build on a female as masculine do you think that'll have negative effects then on women who are looking to go to the gym and kind of make them nearly avoid it in short yes is the answer um and i think this is one of the kind of more resistant beliefs um in that the idea that women if they engage in weight but, uh, training or kind of working out that it would lead to kind of a more muscular physique and subsequently masculine and subsequently 
viewed as less attractive uh, than a feminine belief. And I think women who engage in sport or kind of uh, any kind of physical activity or exercise in that respect kind of have to uh, are faced with the challenge of trying to negotiate kind of conflicting ideas around femininity and being gentle and kind of, I suppose, graceful and sensitive in everyday life versus kind of the de developing more masculine traits such as strength and power and kind of assertiveness and independence, which are linked with kind of uh, excelling in a given sport or physical domain. So there is that kind of friction, uh, I suppose, for women in that they have to kind of, I suppose, try and conform to both masculine and feminine body uh, ideals or gender roles or the kind of the body ideals that are linked with those gender roles. And we see that even women who engage in sport often engage in compensatory behaviors to kind of uh, emphasize their femininity. So things like wearing makeup or um, kind of uh, wearing ribbons in their hair. And we see in kind of even bodybuilding that women will wear heels and tan, lots of makeup, again, to emphasize maybe their femininity and, uh, and can trying to kind of fall in line with both of those kind of dualities of masculinity and femininity for the sport and kind of everyday life. Um, so yeah, and, and but this is also kind of linked to this idea. So Forbes is a researcher in the space kind of conducted a survey where they were kind of looking at people's opinions of um, muscular, muscularity in women and they asked people uh compared kind of hypermuscular women and their opinions of hypermuscular versus kind of average women and um, who were less muscular um and what they found was that people held the opinion that the hypermuscular were less attractive um but also subsequently they hooked on other values so that the the ideas were that those hyper um muscular women were less likely to be good uh, mothers, less likely to be uh, caring or intelligent or all of these other factors that they hooked on to this kind of belief linked with this idea of femininity. So again, it's unsurprising that women are kind of might be deterred from engaging in sport if they feel that they might develop more kind of a muscular and masculine physical kind of appearance that may be linked with Kind of these perceptions that other people hold about uh, kind of more negative traits associated with masculinity in women and um, so yeah i think it, it's it's kind of this coming i mean this is probably one of uh the key kind of one area where women might feel deterred from engaging in kind of physical activity and might be linked to that fear of kind of looking masculine yeah and it, kind of those depictions in the media don't uh don't help it and that's actually not even a new um, idea, what you're kind of saying with the Forbes, because if we go back, there was an article done by the Literary Digest in 1934, where it poses that same question. And they were just asking, like, will the sports be ruined by Amazons, Amazon in relation to women? And they answered their own question by saying, basically, like, no, because of sports masculizing effects, as they put it you'll start to see women struggle to find worthy fathers. And again, it's that same idea you mentioned there, where they're questioning their ability to kind of not only be good mothers, but find someone worthy enough to father their children at the same time. So it's that question of the tr more traditional roles. Yeah, it's in, it's it's interesting even like in how muscularity is viewed online in terms of like there's certain levels of muscularity that are accepted and some that are not so for example women who are muscular that are projected or 
portray themselves in more kind of sexual objectification kind of styles or kind of that they look in their pose in a sexual manner mm -hmm. that's viewed as more acceptable than just being in a normal sports pose um or even kind of emphasizing muscularity in the legs and glutes is viewed as more acceptable than having kind of emphasizing the musculature in the upper body which would be considered more masculine um, and also kind of the weight so it, women who are of higher weight but muscular is viewed as less kind of uh, uh, so these are all kind of linked with those I like yeah these ideas that some levels of muscularity are somewhat accepted but like within very tight constraints and kind of very much kind of somewhat linked with the male gaze in that it's kind of yeah, like the, it's the sexual objectification poses, the ones that are not kind of overtly masculine in terms of the upper body and um, that are kind of gain more positive traction and feedback online, whereas the alternative gain a, a lot more negative feedback in terms of those comments about being looking masculine and things like that. So, yeah, it, and, and, and it's not just the male gaze, I suppose, it's the female gaze as well. So there's it's kind of there's a lot of surveillance that from women also that like you have to kind of fit that feminine ideal and that but from both kind of sides, there's this kind of pressure that people may experience to kind of fit that kind of feminine idea. And it's policed, I suppose, from both ends uh, in terms of the kind of the comments that come out and the way that uh, we see kind of certain types of bodies, maybe or portrayals of bodies valued over others. Thank you all for listening to the fourth and conclusive episode of the Reshaping Strength podcast. This series would not have been possible without the amazing interviews given by our guests, from Keelan Coleman to Amanda Cummins to Mark Hines to Rebecca Fischardi, and then our final guest, Dr. Kira Madden. So to them, I say a massive thank you, and thanks for listening.